This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Good evening, and welcome to the Late Show with Bisayo Adewoli, live from Lagos, Nigeria. And it's another time to share classroom case scenarios facing that has to do with teachers facing real life problems. Stay tuned and talk it out with me and my guest teacher. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development, every component of Oxford Smart is connected and working to provide you with a uniquely coherent and responsive service that empowers you and your students with transformational effect. The Oxford Smart Curriculum Service. When everything connects, anything is possible. Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn. Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure the bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com. If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common. A passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us... You'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are Witherslack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.witherslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. Search Ed event took place recently at King's Leadership Academy in Warrington and was attended by more than 300 teachers from settings across the UK. The full day consisted of over 40 sessions given by leading academics and educationalists, including Tom Sherrington, Paul Kirshner and Zoe Enser. The day was arranged by Mike Childs and Sarah Vernon, who are both senior leaders at King's Leadership Academy in Warrington. Mike Childs said, Research Ed events present the very best thinking and approaches in education, which is why the event became a sellout with people travelling from all over the UK. The ability to put many sessions online meant we could allow over 400 to attend either in person 
or virtually. In Scotland, Water Safety Scotland, in partnership with Education Scotland, has launched the first of its free educational resources for schools. This new initiative affirms its commitment to reducing accidental drowning deaths in Scotland by 50% by 2026. Laura Erskine, Education Subgroup Chair for WSS, said, On average, there are 96 water-related fatalities in Scotland each year. We want to encourage safe and responsible access to Scotland's waterways, which can be a positive and enjoyable experience for young people when coupled with appropriate risk awareness and education. WSS aims to roll out the next phase of this initiative in late May and will continue this during the rest of 2022. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello. This week, we're going to take a look at the much-coveted presentation clicker. It's a must-have device for a lot of teachers out there, as it allows you to move slides whilst AFK. For those new to 2-Minute Tech, AFK is away from keyboard. Ranging in price from £8 to £30, this classroom essential allows you to stretch your legs and make a few shapes while you dance around the room. Some of us have a mandatory piece of blue tack over the built-in laser pointer. Others have invested in a bit of duct tape. So we ensure the device meets health and safety regulations. And most of us have a small stash of AAA batteries in a secret place that we never admit to having. Well, Clicker, I'm telling you to stand aside. The mini wireless multimedia keyboard is taking your place. Having a lower price range of £8 to £15 and being able to do everything that Clicker does except blind pupils, as it has no laser pointer, and wait for it... It is rechargeable. You have full keyboard and mouse control from anywhere in your classroom. You can move slides on, Alt-Tab to switch applications, type, use Spacebar to stop and start YouTube clips for questioning. Battery life is quite honestly ridiculously long, and if it runs out, a five-minute charge on USB lead will get you through your lesson. All I can say is if you're considering replacing your clicker or are simply a gadget magnet, this is a must-have. Search for mini wireless keyboard in any online shop. The only thing I'd say is get one with a light-up keyboard if you present with the lights off. As always, don't forget to check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. Tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. You are listening to a set of Nigerian songs sang by Nigerian children, teaching them about their private parts and actions to take to prevent any form of abuse. As many teachers who find themselves in this scenario, feel free to teach these children and teach your learners these songs. I will tell you to my mommy, I will tell you to my 
Welcome to the Late Show with Isayo Adewole. It's an, another insightful time to look at classroom case scenarios with uh, my guest teacher that is ever ready, Adisola Family C. Thank you so much. Welcome. Me. Welcome, 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 welcome. It's a pleasure to be here again. All right. So let's just kick off the evening with the scenario of, of today. This one is very sensitive. Mm. So it goes this way. Vivian is a nursery teacher. She teaches children within the age of three to five. One day during recess, a female pupil reported a male pupil to her, complaining that the male pupil keeps showing her his private parts and calls it play play. I have to use the Nigerian accent, like in intonation there, so that you can get. He calls it play play <laughs> or kokuru. Kokuru in is in the Yoruba for the Yoruba language for um, cockroach or ants. Which one should we go for? Yes. Okay, I think it should be ants because cockroach is onion. Yes. So ants. Ants. So he calls his private his private part some something like a toy or ants. And I think that is not enough. He will then ask her to show him hers. Like the male learner will ask the female learner to show uh, to show him her own too. Hmm. Let me retake the scenario again. This one is, is deep. <laughs> Vivian is not funny actually. Okay, let me be serious. Vivian is a nursery teacher teaching children within the age of three to five. During recess one day, a female pupil reported a male pupil to her, complaining that this male pupil keeps showing her his private parts and calls it play play or kukuru, and then asks her to show him hers too. The simple question is, if you were Vivian, the nursery teacher, how would you address this issue? Man, teachers say a lot of things. A lot, a lot. Imagine, mm-hmm. I should teach you three to five years. Mm-hmm. Three to, and... Huh. So if you were... Well, million, how would you address this issue? Where, where do we start from? I must tell you, I will be very shocked. Hmm. I'm sure I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to sit down and think. First of <laughs> all, I won't be able to. It's easy to come and tell you what I would do, but I'm sure that if I'm met with such, I would at first it will eat me. Hmm. I would just be shocked. Go shock you, but no, <laughs> go shock me. I know, but you know, as as um the teacher, I have to take action. Mm-hmm. And so, if I was Vivian, 
I think the first thing to do is um, act in accordance with the school's sexual abuse policy. So I ah, think who is the abuser here? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I that need was to just know. Okay. Who is the abuser <laughs> here? Because this boy obviously does not even know. I'm not sure he understands what he's doing or anything. It's just plain. So, okay, I'm listening to you. Do you do you think that's play? Remember that this is a this is a, a nursery pupil that is within the age of three to five. He has probably discovered something new about his body that no nobody has taught him properly about. You know, maybe he discovered it the wrong way. And now he also wants to discover that same thing in another person, in another learner. So should we, is it fair to um, categorize this as an abuse? Hmm. Okay, that's a deep question. Because, but still, okay, okay I'm listening. Yeah, because um, if Ms. Vivian decides to go that way, hmm. I think that the, the, it would not be fair on the on the boy because um this boy is still is still learning he's still no, growing he's still he's still ignorant of what he even knows i don't know if that makes sense because you know only god knows where he, he has learned to call it that word mm-hmm. you know, how can you even want to call that part of your body uh, aunt or a toy. It is, it is not mm-hmm. it is not an ant and it is not a toy. It is a part of your body. Why has nobody ever told him that? It's a nursery school so it means that, you know, if um, they should sex education should be part of the discussion. So, let's look at the background first of all to this issue. What are some of the contributing factors to this boy's action? Mm. Very true. Let me tell you that um, you might we might be saying that it's too he's too young, three, four, five. He could have been introduced to these things, you know, probably coincidentally. Something could have happened. It, it, probably through his parents' sexual activities mm. or the sexual activities of his elder ones, mm. because it's it's we mm. might think it's okay to say okay, it's just a minor and and he doesn't even know what he's doing but in this case why would you show a part of your body to a female you know a female counterpart and say to the play and ask out ask to see us why are so, you asking to see us in okay this case? okay let's look at it this way the same way you would you know a parent would give a child maybe snacks so okay, take okay. this is yours. This is your snacks for today. You know, take it during recess, and then the boy gets to school and brings out his snacks and and shows his classmate or his seatmate. See my snacks. Let me see your own now. See my snacks. Let me. Okay. That is that. Let's look at it so that way. Can we say that is how the can we say that this boy is exploring? Exactly. Is he exploring? Probably just being adventurous. That okay. He just found out that this is what he has. So he's wondering. You know. Children naturally they are curious, they are uh, they are adventurous, you know, naturally. They want to learn naturally. The, it's the teacher's place to now guide that learning to make sure that learning. you know. Hey, so the same way a male learner will take, or, I mean, will bring out maybe a new a new kind of biscuit or you know cookies that he has not seen before in class or he has no his his parents have never given him before he, out of excitement he will bring it out and show his, his classmates or whoever he, he, he likes or he rolls with the ceo see what my mom gave me today let me see what your mommy gave you you know, I'm just looking at it from that aspect because we're yes, talking yes, about yes. your child. You are looking at it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of people will not agree with that perspective. Many people won't in the sense that, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just wondering why. It's just being adventurous. 
he's, he's <laughs> you know, he's exploring his new knowledge. He has just found out a new knowledge. Only God knows. My, my own my own issue now is that who told him that it is it is called play play? Who told him that mm-hmm. it is called kokoro? You know, maybe if he has been given the right understanding, if he has the right understanding, if he has if if learning about his body has been properly guided, you know, mm. by his parents, first of all, at home. You know, his parents that probably changes him when he wheezes or pulls, you know telling him that okay this part of your body is private it's not meant to be shown off you know things like that if they, they've given him the proper understanding if they've allowed him to have that proper understanding maybe he will not begin to display it when a child discovers something new the, the child wants to share that new knowledge to everyone around you know i've, I've taught in a nursery school before that in a class of i think isn't three-year-olds too and this girl, she probably just found found out that she can say the word hallelujah. And in class, when mm-hmm. I when I ask questions like, um, do you understand? When I ask questions like, do you have any questions? When I ask questions like, maybe if I, if I pronounce something or I'm doing a read aloud, this girl just keeps shouting, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, <laughs> and other teachers um, from other classes will hear and they'll be wondering, you know, sometimes they will even come and shout at her. And I'll be like, leave, leave her. I don't have any issues with her. It's her parents I want to have a discussion with. And when her uh, uh, mom came to pick her up, I told her mom that this is what your daughter has been doing in, in the class. She was just laughing. She said, wow, that's, don't mind her. That she just started uh, saying, Hallelujah! She just started shouting Hallelujah from in the church. I think uh, one of the songs they taught them in Sunday school, Hallelujah, was repeated um, often in that song. And so she just keeps shouting it whenever anything, whenever she's in a, an environment where she can shout. That's what she she likes shouting. And I said that's great. She's learning. That's interesting. You understand? So. Mm-hmm. let's not remove the child from this particular person this person is a child somebody this this child came to this world on a clean slate you know tabula rasa somebody fed him with this exactly who did mm-hmm. that's the person that you should even call the abuser not the child if you're going to implement any sexual uh, abuse policy, any school policy on him. I think that is the parents that should bear the consequences, not the child. Mm. I don't know if you get me. So if 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 you are so. looking at it from the angle of okay, what's the school policy when something like this happens? It's even great that the school has a policy. Some schools are not even aware of all of this. Things things like this happen in some schools and. They just laugh over it and say, "Come on, stop it! Don't do that again." Because okay. let's, I, 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 uh, uh, not to say that your perspective is is uh, not valid. Because if you don't take it as a sexual issue, this boy can become a potential rapist if he if he is oh. not well taught now, if he's not well groomed now, if he con- if they allow him to continue to build up on this knowledge, he will keep exploring and keep. Uh, in your body will say on she share so like it will be learning off will be learning you know off the off the the path that it's supposed to follow so he still needs to be um there still need to for that school policy thing but what me i'm saying is that let that school policy whatever actions that will come from that school policy let it focus on the boy's parents not the boy or what do you okay. think I, I i agree with you so from what you said i believe that it's obvious that the boy understands that he has um he understands these private organs and probably was exploring and that brings me to say that as parents and educators especially in the preschool it is important that we infuse sex education into our lessons. You know, we see the female students now running to tell our teacher 
she was bold enough to tell her teacher probably because she's been sexually educated exactly. she probably knows that uh 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 private part is not something she should show to anyone mm-hmm. while in the boy's case he he's calling his um aunt or a toy but he 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 doesn't understand that it's not something that you just open up and show to anybody he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't know that or i also think that it could be what if this boy is even being abused from home oh or what if he has even been seeing his parents i mean his his father you know his father will have something similar to his so he's probably yes so he has probably seen his father you know just opening up anywhere i urinating or you know doing the other thing you get me he has probably worked in on his father you. doing the other thing or is sees his mm-hmm. father just wo- walking on the street to just open up anywhere and and then you urinate and in the boy's head he sees it as oh oh nice okay this is how we use this thing oh, oh i see this is how daddy uses his so let me find out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let me find out how my female counterpart uses as is it just like mine? I get you in the sense that it's exploring. It, it, it could be that he's exploring, or it could be that someone has also called those things to him, play play or kokoro, or someone has asked asked him asked him to show theirs to him. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot. I think there are a lot of perspectives that we can look at this case um, scenario from. Mm-hmm. But I still think that yes, Vivian still has a lot of work to do she mm-hmm. must not just like you said you said some schools will just some in some schools when this happens they will just shut the child up don't say that again don't do that again i feel like she still has to let the administrator know the yes. school administrator the school head you know and they can they can take it up from there they might have to invite the parents of um, yes. the female child and even the male child yeah sorry let me come in there because some some schools because they don't want it to become a public issue. You know, the way parents can just mm-hmm. make things escalate like that. They try to yeah, make everything yeah. die down right there in the mm-hmm. classroom. It can it can bounce back on them in a very in a terrible way. Because this that female learner that was bold enough to report, you know, to the to the to the teacher, to Vivian, hey, that same manner we get to and tell our mom. Because yeah. because our actions are, has already shown that our mom has probably told her when anybody does this to you, you let me know. You yeah. report to an adult immediately. You report to your teacher immediately. You let me know. So if it is not addressed there, the if it is not addressed there, she would still go and tell her mom. So it's better for it to be addressed. So that it's better for it to be addressed. So that even when. Uh, she goes home to tell her mom. The mom would have already been aware because just like you said, just like you said, you, you said that the school policy would involve, you know, inviting the parents. Yeah. Yes, I'm I'm listening to you. And okay, and I think that we must also um commend the parents of the female students. So when we are looking at age three to five years, you see, you, you don't see a lot of students, a lot of um children this age between the age of three to five being te- sexually educated um sexually educated there um you you don't you don't see um um students uh, students or young children speak up immediately when you know things like this happen so let's even say that it's a case of um let's say that even if we're saying that it's not okay this is not a case of sexual abuse let's say that the student is just exploring we must commend the female student for being able to speak up and being able to tell a teacher and um vivian vivian vivian's admin or the administrative must take it a step further inform the parents of the boy inform the parents of the boy and take action from there also i also think that okay i i I want to I, i think i have the permission to share um the story of a relative of mine who was in a similar situation to the case scenario, but at this was at age seven, and um, I think she was in primary two at that time. And but the male student who arrested her in this case, in the same manner, was like two classes ahead of her. 
But thing is that she did not, she wasn't able to speak up immediately until about three days. But fortunately, it had not gone past the um, MilSnet asking her to show show her his private parts. And from there, the school was able to take the um, issue up. So I, I and in this case, in this case, this scenario that we are looking at, when the parents have been invited. The management has to dig, dig deep into the issue because when you look at it, that male student is just a product of society. At age three, having to know what he knows in that manner, it shows that it's either he, he was just exploring or maybe he has also been sexually abused. So I think that the management and the boy's parents have to find a way to um, to to help him out of that situation. So let's even say that he's just exploring. It is not right for him to 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 be displaying his his private parts outside and asking his female counterparts to show um, our own private parts too. So the management and the school have to find a way to yes, they need to help investigate it. Yes, they have to investigate the issue. What if he's being abused? What if what if, what if he's, be, he's been introduced to the wrong um um wrong um wrong social platforms? You know, what if he has is he, watching what he, sh- he should not watch? What if he's seeing what he should not see? So they should do this. Should not, this, should be, this should not just be a case that will just be thrown away. It it takes the school management has to dig deep. Yes, I I totally agree with you. So, which other perspective can we look at this from? Okay, I also think that you know, with um um with what I just happened, it, 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 we 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 now we know that the boy in question has not been sexually educated, and I think that um while the issue of this these two children are being is being managed, Vivian and the management has to extend something like a sexual education class to the rest of our young learners. So she could do that in conjunction with the parents, you know, teaching them the name, let these um, parents teach their children the names of their private parts, not just play play or kokoro or, you know, call it as it is and how it should be protected at all costs, you know. I'm glad that even now in schools, schools in primary schools, you see, you see um, so, um, the, the children singing songs that show that that show that they, they, they are confessing that they, they are convicted, they are making statements that confessing that their body parts belong to them and they are not allowed to um, um, that nobody is allowed to play with it or toy with it. You get so the the, the school management in conjunction with Vivian and the parents have to ensure they find we might say they are small, they are just age three, age four, age five, but with a lot of things going around and happening, the school management has to find a way to infuse sexual education, teach children the name of their private parts, tell them what to do in case anybody tries to harass them and how they can protect their um, private parts. Yes, that's correct. Because, you know, if they don't do this, they will keep on having more issues like this. And sometimes it might not even be a female-male thing. It might even be, it might not become a female-to-female thing. It can become a male-to-male thing. So it needs to be generally addressed. Then let's also look at the aspect of counseling this boy. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that it should be, you know, it should be counseled? You need to talk to him. You need to ask him questions. Yes, because at this age, imagine, imagine um, what the acts is already engaging in. Yes, you are right about that. He has to um, get counseled. Yeah, he needs help. Fine, we might. It might be. We, we, let's say it's even if it's just a surface issue. If it's something that has not gone deeply. He needs help. And if we're looking for, at it from a perspective of whether he tried, let's say he tried to abuse this female student in question, he's still a minor and we cannot just write him off. He needs help because it just shows that he's a product of society. It's what 
society meeting. Imagine at five years, the acts are already engaging in. So it needs counseling. And that makes me ask, where, how functional are, are the uh, counseling units in our schools? Does he have access? Would there be access to, um, will he have access to counseling? No, will his parents just take him home and beat him and say, you know, you are a disgrace. You are I a tell you, like the normal Nigerian setting. Yeah, you, you get it. Or are, are we going to try to prefer solutions to help him to snap him out of it? Because, you know, he's still five, three, four, five. You know, he's still bendable. Those acts, you can still take it off of him. So uh, what exactly are we going to do to help him? He needs help at this stage. He needs counseling. He needs, he needs, um, he needs all the support he can get from his parents and from his teachers and even from the, the peers. And so that makes me say that even how, how the management and Vivian decides to, um, to undo this issue can either make him or mine. Exactly, yes. We, so Vivian must be very careful. Then um, another thing, let's not drift away from you know, Vivian. It's Vivian that we are trying to help here. Now, another thing that I think Vivian can do is to maybe rearrange them and after she has done all of these things she has reported to the school the parents have been in well, have been invited and all of that do you think that she needs to change the sitting arrangement of these learners or of the old class in general does she need to now separate boys from girls you know i've seen it happen you know i've worked in a school where because of something like that boys started sitting down separately from girls and then we start having the issue of gender equality and all of that I don't, I, I'm not for, I don't think I'm for that, you know, that separates boys somewhere, girls somewhere. In fact, even in a class, you see there's, on the norms, if you're teaching in a class, you see this, um, um, there's this air of, of, uh, how will I put it now? There's this, you know, there's always this boys against girls kind of thing in classrooms. Exactly. So when you know, yes, 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 I get um, that. Mm-hmm. You are just, in fact, you are just making it the reality. So I don't think that separating them is is the best approach. If you separate them, let me tell you, and you don't try to solve the problem of teaching them sex, um, sex, sex education and helping them um, understand why they should not engage in such acts now, you will find um, um, immoralities, girls to girls, boys to boys. Yes, so I now you have separated you. boys from mm. females, but you yes. see boys abuse boys. You see girls abuse That's girls. True. You That's know, true. That's true. in our secondary schools, in our all girls, all boys secondary uh-huh. schools. So I don't think that separating students, separating boys from girls, or um, or you get or placing girls in one side and placing boys in one side is like it so cannot be. It can. Uh-huh. I'm listening. It can be just maybe something you just do for maybe job before, um, maybe something I really don't know, but maybe something you do while you are still trying to manage the situation, but not something, it's not, I don't think it's a permanent solution. Mm-hmm. And I think that, okay, instead of doing the old boys separate, girls separate thing, I think that instead, Ms. Vivian can do this regular regrouping of the class. It's, it's something I do. So avoid learners being used to just one particular learner or a particular okay. set of learners in their space. So this week, you do you, you, you are sitting down by some group of learners around you. The next week is a totally different group of learners. And you don't even know who they will be because I'm just going to be arranged at random. So there's no particular, mm-hmm. it does not allow for this carcass or, you know, this... It does not allow for this grouping, you know, this segregating. Uh, these are our own clique. These are our own, you know, these are our own couples. They don't. So there's no, there's no room for all of that, and it allows the learners to be able to engage more. Maybe because I have a large classroom, so that's what I do. So I don't, I don't, I, I don't uh, begin to teach learners and cliques. So everybody, when I, when I, I noticed, I did this when I noticed that whenever I want learners to answer questions or be a part of the class i will now see them you know some people in a particular area of the class sitting in a particular area class they will raise their hands and once uh, uh, others see those set of people raising their hands they don't even bother raising their hands again because they feel like those people there are the ones you know they are the ones that know the answers they are the brilliant ones do you understand mm-hmm. so they've already the brilliant ones they've gathered together they've and picked themselves 
and they've arranged their self in that setting. So when they realize that ah, we don't even know who we are going to sit down with next next class, nobody is, is, is forming cliques of any sort anymore because they, they don't even know. You can't, they can't even predict it. So I think that Nzuvian can also de- um, use that style. Even though they are nursery learners, they still that style can still work. Just regroup them regularly. Don't let them be focused or you know don't let them be used to sitting down in one particular space every day of the uh, of school and i also want to ask where can i ask at what point or at what place did this incident even happen was it in the classroom that brings me to ask what is the ratio of um students students to teacher because if if um um the student, male student can mm-hmm. open up and show the female students its private part, ah, uh, is it that Miss Vivian was not, you know, because you know in a preschool setting, in a primary school setting, the teacher is in the class, the teacher or the teachers. So that brings me to ask: Is it that Miss Vivian, Vivian is a teacher of about thirty to forty students? Is it that she is she doesn't have the capacity to pay enough attention to her students, probably considering their number, or did this happen at um, a um, bathroom break, probably when they went to the toilet, or was it in that classroom that mm. he was able to mm. open up and? So mm. these are questions. Yes, yes. These are things that we need to add, Vivian, because you know, if it's she, it, the scenario says that it's happened during recess, so they're probably on break for okay. maybe eating. Um, there's a possibility that this this um incident in Vivian's case happened in in the bathroom. So how can Vivian manage um, bathroom visits so that such incident doesn't happen again? So I was going to ask that, how exactly are the bathrooms structured? Do we have one bathroom for um, every gender? And let's say, okay, let's say that we have male and female. Are they close to each other? Or do you have to take a door in, you know, where you, you have to take a door into the toilet where you now have two separate doors for male and female or in general at the bathrooms close together so if this is the case that that if, if this is the situation that Ms. Vivian finds herself where whereby the students the pupils have to share one bathroom or um, the bathrooms are close to each other one thing she can do is ensure that she doesn't allow um, many students go at the same time for bathroom breaks and she doesn't even allow male and female students to go to the bathroom at the same time so she has to be cautious of um bathroom breaks probably included to the class rules or something or let the students know that it's even wrong for male students and female students to be in the bathroom at the same time one thing schools could also do is to make sure that um, female and male bathrooms are not at the same time, because I know, you know, most of the students know that their teachers cannot follow them to the bathroom. And uh, at this point, they can decide that if they want to do anything, they can do it during the space of, during the space of um, bathroom breaks. So yes. it's important that Vivian, so it's important that Vivian, um, and she, she regulates bathroom visits. She has to re- find a way to regulate it. Males don't go at the same time with females. Even in fact, it's not even males and females now. You don't have two students, three students out of your exactly. class at the same time. Exactly, regardless of the gender. Yes. Yeah. So, so so far we've looked at um, addressing this issue um, from the perspective of sex education to school policy on handling you know, sexual issues, to parents' involvement. I've also looked at counseling the learner. We've also looked at the classroom sitting arrangement and then the back and the bathroom visit. I sincerely hope that we have suggested enough um, ways that Vivian can address these issues. And um, um, it, could there be other perspectives that we've not looked at or that we could mm-hmm. still look at no, well, uh, okay. I think I think in the place of parents' involvement, okay, um, or parents educating their 
um, their young words. You know, it might not be so easy for them or a lot of okay, because I, I know of a parent that um um came to um tell the came to school to tell the teacher not to um, introduce her child to sex education because she believed that you know she's still a minor what does she why, why we, you know may probably introducing her we would even want to make her um do these things so we have parents that see it from the perspective of okay if you if you introduce my child to sexual education what if my child now wants to explore so it's good for us to um, parents have to be educated that that um, prevent us to educate parents in that um um in that perspective that it doesn't work that way. You know, when you keep, when you don't educate children um, or, um, on sex education, it, it, in the long run, there's, there's greater, and it, it poses greater harm. And so one, um, to, to simplify for parents and even educators, there are books, little books for um, child-centered books that can help parents and educators um, educate children, young children on sexual education. So Vivian should try to get these books and probably make it available to the parents of the um, um, of the children she's teaching. Yes, uh, you know, that's correct because I remember uh, a preacher, um, a woman that shared a story of how her son came home from school and was telling her about how his classmates told him everything that goes down in this classmate's um, parents' room because he has spied in on them, you know, doing what they do in the other room. So you can imagine, despite how careful she was, her child, her son, still found out everything that she was keeping from him from his classmate. If you don't talk about it with them, you know, they will find out from someone else. And you don't want them to find out about something that's sensitive from a stranger. You want it to be from you. You want to be the first person that they will learn that from. So these are things yes. that, yes, but sometimes when it comes to parents taking action, some, some of these things are beyond the control of a teacher. There's only little that Vivian can do. She cannot force parents to, to yes. do what they are supposed to do, yeah. So she can just she can only counsel or advise you know from the place of, from the place of a of a professional from the place of a teacher it's left to the parents to you know take the necessary steps to help um, their child you know to help these learners because at the end of the day the children spend um, more time with their parents when they are not in school so uh-huh. it's yes yeah, so the parents have a lot of work to be it has been an insightful session this scenario was really sensitive and i believe that if um vivian is facing something like this i believe that other teachers are facing similar things or even worse so uh-huh. if you have been listening to this show please um leave a comment uh um, concerning what you do if you um, if you were in Vivian's shoes, remember that you can listen back to this show if you did not join in from the beginning. Also remember that there is a lineup of other shows for you from other hosts on Teachers Talk Radio that you can join in on the conversations with them. Thank you and have a beautiful evening. You are listening to a set of Nigerian songs sung by Nigerian children, teaching them about their private parts and actions to take to prevent any form of abuse. As many teachers who find themselves in this scenario, feel free to Teach these children, teach your learners these songs.
This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development, every component of Oxford Smart is connected and working to provide you with a uniquely coherent and responsive service that empowers you and your students with transformational effect. The Oxford Smart Curriculum Service. When everything connects, anything is possible. Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn. Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure the bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com. If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common. A passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us... You'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are Witherslack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.witherslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. Search Ed event took place recently at King's Leadership Academy in Warrington and was attended by more than 300 teachers from settings across the UK. The full day consisted of over 40 sessions given by leading academics and educationalists, including Tom Sherrington, Paul Kirshner and Zoe Enser. The day was arranged by Mike Childs and Sarah Vernon, who are both senior leaders at King's Leadership Academy in Warrington. Mike Childs said, Research Ed events present the very best thinking and approaches in education, which is why the event became a sellout with people travelling from all over the UK. The ability to put many sessions online meant we could allow over 400 to attend, either in person or virtually.
In Scotland, Water Safety Scotland, in partnership with Education Scotland, has launched the first of its free educational resources for schools. This new initiative affirms its commitment to reducing accidental drowning deaths in Scotland by 50% by 2026. Laura Erskine, Education Subgroup Chair for WSS, said, On average, there are 96 water-related fatalities in Scotland each year. We want to encourage safe and responsible access to Scotland's waterways, which can be a positive and enjoyable experience for young people when coupled with appropriate risk awareness and education. WSS aims to roll out the next phase of this initiative in late May and will continue this during the rest of 2022. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello. This week, we're going to take a look at the much-coveted presentation clicker. It's a must-have device for a lot of teachers out there, as it allows you to move slides whilst AFK. For those new to 2-Minute Tech, AFK is away from keyboard. Ranging in price from £8 to £30, this classroom essential allows you to stretch your legs and make a few shapes while you dance around the room. Some of us have a mandatory piece of blue tack over the built-in laser pointer. Others have invested in a bit of duct tape. So we ensure the device meets health and safety regulations. And most of us have a small stash of AAA batteries in a secret place that we never admit to having. Well, Clicker, I'm telling you to stand aside. The mini wireless multimedia keyboard is taking your place. Having a lower price range of £8 to £15 and being able to do everything that Clicker does except blind pupils, as it has no laser pointer, and wait for it... It is rechargeable. You have full keyboard and mouse control from anywhere in your classroom. You can move slides on, Alt-Tab to switch applications, type, use Spacebar to stop and start YouTube clips for questioning. Battery life is quite honestly ridiculously long, and if it runs out, a five-minute charge on USB lead will get you through your lesson. All I can say is if you're considering replacing your clicker or are simply a gadget magnet, this is a must-have. Search for mini wireless keyboard in any online shop. The only thing I'd say is get one with a light-up keyboard if you present with the lights off. As always, don't forget to check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. Tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio.
listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.